0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Geek With Muscles podcast with Mike Robert, discussing science, technology, spirituality, and something else. Well hello everybody and happy Friday. We are broadcasting on February 23rd, 2018. That's right, February is almost over already and we're about to go into March, my birthday month. So today is going to be a pretty interesting episode. I get to speak from personal experience about something I think a lot of us are interested in. And since we are going to talk about some medical information and some medical things that I went through, let's go ahead and bring on that disclaimer by my little disclaimer rodent. The following is a medical disclaimer. This program contains information regarding medical views, opinions and experiences. Michael Robert is not a doctor. He's only a geek. He likes to talk about medical stuff, but that's about it. He goes to see his doctor, as should you. And when I say doctor, I mean the medical kind, not the one that floats around time and space in a police call box called the TARDIS. So go consult your personal physician for any medical advice and or issues. Thank you, and do have a lovely day. So you have to totally love my disclaimer rodents. I have, uh, I have a couple of them. I have my country uh, rodent talking about other types of um, disclaimer, and this is my British rodent. They're different species of the same rodent, but you wouldn't know it if you saw them. Anyway, so <laughs> today we're going to talk about male hormone replacement therapy, and it's an issue that has affected me personally. And I wanted to talk about it because I noticed this is occurring more and more often with men. And I think it's a pretty cool thing in the sense that we're sort of ignored when it comes to hormonal issues. Historically, it's always females that have hormonal issues. And they have been treated ever since they started getting birth control pills, really. I mean, you have a hormonal imbalance, so it will give you birth control pills. You have, you're have you not cycling properly or will give you birth control pills. Uh and that was that was way back when. And now it's far more advanced. There's estrogen treatments and all sorts of things that women get. And there's sort of this, I don't know if you wanna call it, this sort of stigma with men getting hormone replacement therapy. And it's definitely an issue. And I know personally I had some people, you know, saying to me, Oh, you're taking steroids Um, And and that it's completely not steroids. So let's go back and let's talk about hormone replacement therapy in men and why it's important. And my personal story is that I was suffering from depression for quite a long time. And I had suffered from depression way back when in high school. And but I knew why, you know, I had issues accepting my sexuality and that sort of thing. But now I was experiencing the same sort of deep depression, and I really couldn't understand why. There were certain things going on in my life, granted, but it just seemed really weird. I went to see my doctor, and she tried putting me on antidepressants right away. That was her knee-jerk reaction, was to put me on an antidepressant, and they were making me feel absolutely horrible. I was, at one point walking my dog one day and I thought I was going to jump out of my skin because another dog barked at me. It was, I was in this weird hypersensitive state of mind and I told her about it and she dismissed me saying it was all in my head that any sort of medication would take about six weeks for me to feel the effects. Well, it can take six weeks for it to balance out But certainly you would start feeling the effects almost immediately, at least for myself. Needless to say, she's no longer my primary care physician for a bunch of other reasons. But one of those being that she really wasn't into men's health issues and she didn't understand. So I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me that I need to get my testosterone level checked. And I actually had it checked only... A couple of years prior to that. And I didn't remember what my numbers were. All I remember was my doctor saying it was normal. And this is probably one of the first issues when you talk about hormone replacement therapy for men is what is normal. And there really is a controversy of sorts about that because you will see some doctors, some urologists, some primary care physicians that will look at your blood work and they will say, oh, you're normal because you fall on a scale and the scale goes from 280 to 1100 nanograms per deciliter. And what that basically means is that if you're anywhere on that scale, some doctors will consider you normal. They will not take into account that if you're 18 years old, you're going to be up into the like 1100 range. And as you age, yes, that number starts to go down, but they don't even consider that. They're like, if you're anywhere on that scale, you're normal. Well, I was in my thirties and I came back at four, I think it was 400 and, uh, 440 or something like that. So my friend said to me, you know what? That's pretty low for someone in their thirties. And I actually know of a homeopathic doctor that thinks if you're in your fifties, And you're not at least 800 and higher, that that's a problem. So it it varies on the your physician. That particular doctor thought I was normal. My friend said, "Wow, that's really low. You probably should get it checked again." So I went ahead and I got it checked again, again with a different urologist, and it came back in the 200s. I was right above, right above like what's like 293. So I was on the bot towards the bottom of the scale. Now, some doctors call that low normal because, again, you're on the normal scale. But my doctor agreed. He said that's too low for someone your age. So he did more blood work and made sure that my PSA levels were normal before prescribing me testosterone. So let's talk about PSA real quick. Uh, PSA stands for prostate-specific antigen, and it measures the health of your prostate gland. That Only men have prostate glands. So if you're a woman, don't go looking for your prostate gland. You don't have one. So only men have prostate glands, and the PSA measures uh, typically anything that's 4 or lower. It's considered healthy. If you're higher than that, it may not be good. Um, There is some evidence... To point that though, people with low PSA levels get prostate cancer. People with high PSA levels get prostate cancer. So it's it, again, it kind of. But the general the general consensus is that if you're four around four or lower, that's a good thing. And why do they test that? Because if your prostate is having issues, they do not want to put you on testosterone because there's some evidence to suggest that taking testosterone can increase your chances of getting prostate cancer. So that's one of the things they check, and they check my PSA level. And the interesting thing was is that it normally goes up after getting testosterone, and mine actually went down. So that was pretty interesting. But anyway, they gave me the blood work, they determined that uh, my testosterone was low and my PSA levels were healthy. They went ahead and they prescribed me testosterone. So here I am, I'm super depressed. I take this testosterone, and the type they prescribe me is called Axeron. And Axaron is a gel that you put in your armpits, or as the doctor will call them, your axilla. And hence the word Axeron, right? And so it's a gel, and you put it on. It can almost substitute for a deodorant because it has so much alcohol in it. It basically sterilizes your armpit, and you really don't need deodorant, although you can certainly mix it with deodorant. Within three days of applying my Axeron, I remember bicycling to the gym and just feeling incredible. Like I had woken up from a nightmare. I felt like, or maybe not a nightmare, but like a deep sleep. Like I was like, everything seemed colorful. I felt awake and I couldn't believe that I had gone so long without getting without getting this checked out. And in fact, not even knowing about it because not a lot of people talk about it. In fact, like I said, it's mostly females. When you hear of HRT or hormone replacement therapy, you're usually talking about females. And that's I feel like that's a shame because doctors are really quick to prescribe you an antidepressant if you're feeling down. Well, why not look at why you're depressed first You know, there's certain physiological things that can go on inside of your body that can cause depression. It doesn't necessarily have to be situational. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, a brain imbalance, a serotonin imbalance. You know, it might be physiological. It might be something else. And I was really lucky that this friend of mine just said, hey, get this checked out. My depression went away literally within three days, literally within three days My depression went away. It has never come back. Other than, of course, as a human being, we all feel down every now and then. But the depression hadn't come back. Uh, The other thing that happened is my libido increased. You know, I am 47 years old, but I shouldn't feel like I never want to have sex again as long as I live. And that's basically what I was feeling. I was like, ah, I don't even care. No big deal. So yeah, it was pretty low. Uh, for my age, one of the things that happens when you start taking testosterone, you're going to notice your energy level increase and you're going to notice that you sleep better and you'll notice also that you can process fat quicker. You're not going to become this ripped muscle god. Again, you, you actually have to work out for that, Okay. And not only that, you're not going to approach levels of testosterone in your blood as if you were taking steroids. And that's something that I encountered with a coworker of mine that accused me of taking steroids because they knew I was on testosterone. And I was like, "Okay, this isn't steroid strength testosterone. This isn't steroids that have names like deca and all those things that you hear about. This is this is real testosterone. This is supposed to get me to normal levels of testosterone in my bloodstream. Not artificial levels, normal levels. If you're taking testosterone because you're a bodybuilder and you're taking all sorts of steroids or whatever, your testosterone levels are going to be through the roof. No, I'm just trying to maintain a normal, healthy level so that I don't feel like I'm dying a slow death. There are side effects with testosterone that you guys should know about. Uh, It can cause breast swelling. It can cause headaches. It can cause hair loss. It can also cause hair to start growing on parts of your body, like your chest, where if you never had hair there before, you might start growing hair. And some guys might like that. They might be like, wow, now I have hair where I was supposed to have it. So yeah, there are side effects that can cause issues with your heart, your blood pressure. So all of that needs to be monitored. And if you have a good doctor like I do, you're going to get monitored. For example, I have to go every six months to get my blood tested to make sure my PSA levels are correct, my testosterone levels are correct, and I'm not experiencing any side effects that are undesirable because we all want the side effects of more energy, you know, which technically aren't side effects. But anyway, that's one of the things you need to know about if you're going to go and start a testosterone regimen. You need to know what the risks are, you need to know about the possible side effects. I originally when I first started, you know, I started thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, are my are my pectorals kind of sensitive or you know, I started getting all these things and thinking to myself, "Oh no, am I losing my hair?" I haven't experienced any of those. I'm really lucky. I have only experienced the good things. Now, when you start taking an outside source of testosterone, your body's going to stop producing it. So, your initial wave of getting your testosterone numbers up there ends up dipping back down again because your body stops making it or stops making so much of it even though it was barely making it before. So your dosage needs to be monitored and your blood work needs to be monitored because you probably will have to change the, the dosage increase as time goes by because your body will stop making your own testosterone. So now it's been since 2013 that I started taking testosterone. So it's been five years. I can't believe it's gone by so fast. And it totally changed my life. It totally got rid of my depression. I'm feeling great. I have much more energy. Yeah, sure, I get tired, but, you know, I'm feeling great. There's a lot of environmental effects that can cause your testosterone levels to go down. Triclosan, a popular antibiotic that was being added to hand soaps, which is now... If I'm not mistaken, it's illegal. They have phased it out. But triclosan breaks down your testosterone levels. Antihistamines can break down your testosterone levels. Stress. So there's all these environmental factors. So this is something if you're experiencing depression, you definitely need to get checked out if you're a man. Don't just go to the default pill-popping regimen of, oh, let me take Paxil. Let me take, you know, Wellbutrin or whatever Try to find out what the source of your depression is. Also, there's different methods of applying the testosterone. There's different vehicles, different transports, whatever you want to call it. So you have the topical testosterone, which is like Axeron. Axeron, like I said, it goes underneath your armpits. Then you have another testosterone that you put on. It's also a gel, Andro and gel. Well, I'm saying this wrong. Andro gel. There we go. That goes on your shoulders and your chest, and that is applied there. And by the way, whenever you're dealing with any of these gels that you're putting on your chest or on your armpits, wherever, the risk for secondary exposure with somebody else is a lot higher. So you definitely don't want to have kids playing in the bathroom or going into the bathroom that you use to apply your testosterone. You don't want to have pets or animals laying on the floor there because they will accidentally absorb that testosterone, and you don't want to cause hormone issues in your children or your pets or your significant other. If you're married, uh, you know, your wife doesn't want to be absorbing that testosterone. Same thing, you know, if you have a partner, if you're, you know, you have a partner with healthy levels of testosterone, of course, you don't want him absorbing that either. So that's something to think about if you're going the route of a topical testosterone medication. Now, there's also injections. You can get testosterone injections. Some people get the injections once a month and other people get them every four or five days and they give it to them themselves. The monthly injections, the biggest complaint that people can have from that is that you have a high high and then you have a low low because what happens is you, let's say you inject yourself in the beginning of the month and your testosterone levels go up and then they start to bottom out as the month. Is going towards the end, and you start craving that testosterone. I think that's why, like a friend of mine who's now on testosterone, his doctor gave him smaller doses but spread out like every four or five days. Then there's another type of testosterone that you can get, which is testosterone that's in plant resin, and there's these little pellets, and they are basically soaked in testosterone and they cut a small incision in your in your butt and they implant these pellets and these pellets slowly dissolve over time and they release testosterone into your body. And I have some friends that prefer that because it's continuously releasing the testosterone and you don't have this dip as you would. I prefer the topical because my testosterone level is maintained on a daily basis. I don't have to it doesn't go up and down, it doesn't crash and it's maintained on a daily basis. So I prefer the topical. So you basically so you have some choices to make. first, you gotta go see your doctor. you got to get your testosterone level checked. Uh, do your research, find out what's considered normal and, and and ask your doctor what they consider normal because some doctors will find that you're on that scale and they don't care. They'll be like, sorry. You're on the scale. You're normal. I don't care if you're feeling miserable. Definitely, you have to do your research with that. You have to find a doctor that you're comfortable with. You also have to find out what method you're going to use to raise your testosterone, whether it be injection, topical, plant resin, pellets, that sort of thing. And of course, you have to get your your checkups, your follow-ups, and you have to keep monitoring your overall health to make sure that you're not experiencing any of the bad side effects from testosterone. So that's basically my experience with testosterone. This is a, wow, this is a quick show. It just seemed like it flew by. I just wanted to get out there because a lot of people are suffering from depression, a lot of men, and I really feel like they're being misdiagnosed. They're being given antidepressants. They're being given other medications and they're not addressing the issues. And I really think that it's only fair that if we're going to look at female hormonal issues, that we really need to look at men hormonal issues in the same sort of context because that's important. It's not just important for females. It's important for men as well. So there you have it. There's my story. I've been on hormone replacement therapy for five years. It changed my life. It made me feel amazing. So go out there, do the research, find a doctor that will work with you. Do it legally, Don't be getting testosterone shit from China and God knows where else because you're only going to destroy your health and destroy your endocrine system. You got to do this the right way. This is something you have to do the right way. Don't go taking illegal steroids because that's only going to screw you up. I'm really blessed. I've never taken illegal steroids. I'm short it's really easy for me to gain muscle, and if I did take steroids with my height, I would look more like Sylvester Stallone did in Rocky IV. I would be freaking huge, but I'm not. I consider myself pretty... I look built, but I'm not I'm not um, steroid built. So that's my show for February. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it, it gave you some insight, and it gave you some knowledge, and maybe got you thinking that if you are a man, and you are suffering from depression... There are options out there besides antidepressants, and you probably should find the cause of your depression. That's it for this episode, and I, it was short and sweet and to the point, and I hope it helped you out. And until next time, folks, this is Mike, the Geek with Muscles. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Geek with Muscles podcast. Catch more of Mike on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and geekwithmuscles.com.